0: This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown,
1: Kansas City, Damian Williams runs to immortality.
0: Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KVBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. So no, like don't, you, don't. You do it like this, you get it, no, you sort no. of rub it on. OK, now I'm ready to go.
0: According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup.
1: How about a pull up
0: three, Grace
1: Pilot is good.
0: Everything happening in the sports world. The game is
1: over and the Chiefs Kingdom has firmly planted its
2: flag
0: on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world.
2: I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something.
0: Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Kick
1: it. Let's do this thing, another edition of According to Jim, right here on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner, joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Steve Sal. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Have you already gone around today and passed out all of your valentines and given out candy and, and done all that for your day? No. So you're doing it later? Why not?
2: Uh, I don't know. I
1: you just... don't have any Valentines?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I think you do. You think I do? Yeah. Well,
1: You're a Valentines man. You're the most popular man in McPherson.
2: I, that is what you say. I never agree with that.
1: Now, for those of you that really want Steve Sell to be your Valentine, you can either bring them up to him in person here oh, at no, the radio don't, station don't or at the game, or we also have a mail slot on our front door. That somebody, if they needed to slide in a Valentine, and say, "Hey, Steve, you're the best. You're the most popular. You're the most handsome. The most maybe even like uh, Reese's. Are you a Reese's fan? No. You don't like Reese's at all. No. The guy that loves peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, it just it does for some. Okay. Reason, then what kind of candy do you like?
2: What kind of? Ca- I like Mike's and Ikes.
1: Oh, so if you wanted to just slide in, maybe a little Mike and Ike, and say, "Happy Valentine's Day, Steve. <laughs> you're I, my Valentine. I don't. I
2: don't want people to do that."
1: Steve, whenever you were in elementary school, did you guys do Valentine's Day? Oh, did yeah. You, did you make your box and then you, oh, pay, yeah. you sit it out there? Oh yeah. Everybody had to bring in their candy.
2: Well, you drew somebody's name and you had to do. Something oh, you only
1: them. had one person.
2: And 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 when I was in school, yeah, you only. So had, you
1: you drew one person in, in
2: my yeah in class yeah yeah, you had. You had ex- was it,
1: was it gender specific, or could you draw Bob? Well, the name? girls
2: and boys had to, you know, they split up in girls and boys. Ooh. Well,
1: yeah. what happens if you had eleven boys and nine girls? Did did well, Bob, the, did Bob just get two valentines, couple, or, couple girls, or Ashley couple of girls? I think a couple of
2: the girls got extra. So.
1: Man, what a great day that would be! Oh, great day. See, for us, it was different. I think by that point, maybe somebody at Independence had been mean and in their one person Valentine, and so they decided everybody gets involved and you'd make your Valentine's box, and then you'd go drop one into every single person's box. I don't think I was ever very creative. Okay. I can't imagine that I did much that was too creative.
2: Well, the best best Valentine's gift I could get is if people stop in and pick up their magazine. Yeah, that's right. The uh, commemorative tournament magazine of the Mid-America Classic and the McPherson Invitational, they just popped in. Uh, Todd Huddle, Kim Schaefer did a great job, McPherson... Business Solutions does a great job over there. We have your copy if you if you don't want to wait till the game tonight. Stop in, and I you know we ought to do what we did last time and say, at the sound of my voice, who, how many people do we think will come in between now and one o'clock and pick up a magazine? I bet we could get twelve. I don't think so. I don't know if the rush it's is cold. quite as good. it's too cold for one thing. I just well, then be, they got to get in their warm car. But we have the magazines here. I'll have them at the game tonight, and uh, I put the PDF online today. I didn't realize the magazines were going to be printed quite that fast. So they did a great job of really hustling those out. And, uh, and there's not that many copies. We don't print as many for this because it's basically about the Invitational and the Classic. We do have photos of the Elyria boys and the Heston boys winning their championships. Yeah. But this is more uh, McPherson-oriented. That's why we don't print as many. But uh, they're limited uh, kind of a you know collector's item. So yeah, they're,
1: they're they're mint condition.
2: They are mint condition. So I mean, they
1: we can put them in a wrap for you. They've got
2: that great, just freshly printed smell to them. They just they just exude clean and new. So stop in and pick up your magazine. But I will have them at the game tonight. Well, I'm not
1: letting you get away from talking about Valentine's Day. Uh, you tried to transition. Well, the
2: thing I'll tell you, what's always special for me on Valentine's Day. Is my mother's birthday. That's what I was thinking. My mother's birthday is on Valentine's Day. So you Day. need some red velvet cake. She would be 93 years old today. So she passed away at 68. So she's missed a lot of, of her birthdays between now and, and today. But What uh, would be
1: your ideal Valentine's Day date? Movie? Dinner. Okay, that, like an Italian restaurant Ooh, dinner?
2: Italian, there you go. You bet. You
1: get a little lasagna. Oh, yeah. But no chocolate.
2: No chocolate, no.
1: But no movie?
2: Oh, probably. There, there'd be a movie, probably. Would you want it to be a romance movie? A rom-com? It's got to it's gotta be, you know, a, a, a movie a woman would like. Whoa, there you go. Yeah. I like your thinking. You have, you have, now you're going, to Yeah, you have, you have to, you know, it's her day. So you, I think
1: it's your day. <laughs> it's,
2: it's not my day. It's never my day.
1: I think it's your day. I don't think so. You're the most important man. Would you like to go out for ice cream? Is that part of your date?
2: I don't think so. No ice cream? No ice cream, no.
1: Any sort of sweet? Maybe go get a brownie? I don't think so. So there's no dessert on the menu? Cheesecake. Okay, so in an ideal world, you go get a little cheesecake. Yeah. After your lasagna dinner and a movie. Yeah. Are you going to have popcorn at the movie?
2: No. I'll be too full.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I, that's too much lasagna. Yeah. Okay, so I, I got an idea of, of what you would like now. I've never been on like a Valentine's Day date. Yeah. So, I I need all of your advice whenever that day comes. It might be a while.
2: Those days were such a long time ago, I can't even remember.
1: And we certainly won't have any Valentine's Day dates tonight.
2: No. (laughs) Bullpup basketball tonight. Yeah, two single guys. We're married to bullpup basketball. That's right. Well, who knows? Maybe the McPherson girls basketball team will give you a a Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, that would be a waste. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't need any Valentine's. Well, Well, Steve. Well, they gave
2: you a card for winning your award.
1: Well, yeah. Well, great. They know I'm great. We're all great. I'm not. That's good. what we like to say. We're great.
2: No, we're not great.
1: Yeah, We're pretty rude, brutal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Steve. We had a lot of fun last night yes, on the road at Bueller. Yeah. Bullpup wrestlers picked up a big win. It wasn't a, a great environment for a senior night in a wrestling duel and a big-time matchup between the two rivals. It certainly didn't feel like football, but it was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I think I, uh, I wrote a column about it today, about the Bullpup's you know, dominating the league, winning the league, and doing it at Bueller, of course, that's always great. But I kind of likened it to a library. I mean, it was like people were whispering instead of talking, and there wasn't a lot of ambiance in the gym because I think one thing, I think pretty much both fans from Bueller and McPherson knew this was going to be a no contest. The Bullpups are very, very good this year. Bueller's very, very young. In a couple years, you know, this is going to be a great matchup because Bueller's got a tremendous bunch of young kids, but when you're freshmen and sophomores and you're going up against juniors and seniors, that's a big advantage. And and this Bullpup team, maybe from top to bottom, might be the best team Coach Kretzer's ever had. It, it goes back uh, back in the day when Timor Terry and, and those guys wrestled. I think Eric Wagner and some of those guys, Tony Pelner, they had some great teams back then. But from top to bottom, especially with the two Pelner twins back last night, they were having great years. Uh, before they both got hurt, they came back last night. They're going to try to gut it out for the rest of the year. That bullpup lineup is pretty stacked.
1: Yeah, and there's just a lot of guys that I think we could be seeing at the state wrestling tournament here in what a week? Well, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from. They'll have regionals next week, and right. then state in two weeks. Down right. at Hartman Arena. Two weeks from today. I really do think there are a lot of bullpup guys that will have a great chance to make it to Hartman Arena, and we'll talk a little bit about the girls getting into action today, but man, are 5A wrestling regionals tough because it's not like basketball used to be where you had several different sub-states and and you're able to divide it up a little bit, and you only are going up against a certain chunk of people. In wrestling, they divide the state in half. 18 schools in the west, 18 schools in the east, and you've got to be in the top eight of the weight class on the West half out of those 18 schools. Right. And the thing that makes it really tough is that the really strong bulk of wrestling in this state, and especially in 5A, tends to be on the West half. It like and, seven and it out of ten it really teams, tough.
2: Seven of the top ten teams in the rankings, I think, are out of the West. At least they were at one point. Maybe it's balanced up a little bit. But you look in the East, I think once you get past... Blue Valley Southwest, you know, and then Miege always has a few good kids. Aquinas always has a few good kids. But you look in the West, uh, Goddard is just unbelievably good. I mean, Goddard will just blow you away. Uh, Mays is really good. Seven Ar- of the top ten are in the West. That's what I fear. Goddard's really good. Newton's really good. I think Valley Center's pretty decent. I mean, Great Bend is really good. Uh, McPherson's really good. So you look in the, you look in the West – and, I mean, it is unbelievable how many good teams there are in the West.
1: Yeah, a lot of really tough teams in the West, and, and that's what makes qualifying for state extremely, extremely tough.
2: Yeah, and, again, you know, uh, you, you could be ranked third in the state and be maybe not make the top four in the regional. That's how good the regional is.
1: But then also today, speaking of regional, Steve, We're looking forward to next week and seeing how those guys do and then eventually making it down to Hartman Arena. But when it comes to today, a really cool event is happening over at McPherson College today. It will be over at the Roundhouse tomorrow. But the first ever Girls Varsity Regional Wrestling Tournament. And it's different than the boys side because there's just one class for girls right now. Right. But the West Half Regional is in McPherson and it should be a really fun event over at McPherson College today and then the roundhouse tomorrow. I
2: think you have to finish in the top six right. in the girls regional to advance the state. State's a one-day event, I believe, in Salina. Uh, Paola is hosting the eastern portion. I think there's 73 schools in the west that have at least one wrestler. But uh, like you said, uh, the rankings are uh, you know, under one big umbrella. And, you know, uh, McPherson has hosted the unofficial, quote-unquote, state wrestling tournament the last three years. But uh, due Repeat. to— Due to uh, coach the efforts of Coach Kretzer, Shane Bakus, the AD at McPherson High, they led the charge. Now, uh, whoever wins state championships this championships this year are recognized. You got it, Steve. I the, believe in the you. The first ever tr- real state champions. Now, the Bullpups have had state champ Maya Kretzer, uh, I think, won three times at state. Well, didn't the team win the last yeah, three? Yeah, the, the teams won the last three. But – teams are starting to catch up with the Bull Pups. They're not ranked number one in the state anymore. They were earlier in the year. Of course, they've had some injuries. Uh, Haley Schaefer, who would have been a great candidate for a state championship this year, she got hurt. She's out for the year. The Bull Pups actually only have two wrestlers ranked in the state right now on the girls' side. So that tells you that girls wrestling McPherson was a trailblazer, but a lot of schools are starting to catch up.
1: Well, and I think this will be a really, really good event to help begin this process. And I think that we will continue to see the numbers for girls' wrestling go up and up oh, yeah. and up. And the one thing that Coach Kretzer would, would tell us here is the thing that makes girls' wrestling very unique, and the thing that makes wrestling unique as a whole, is that you don't have to be a specific size to be a wrestler. Right. So let's look at, let's say, basketball. In order to play basketball, you probably have a hard time if you're five foot two. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Steve? I did, yeah
2: <laughs> it's, I was it, like five foot four when I was in high school, or
1: if you're five foot ten and you're a guy and you're two hundred and eighty five pounds, it's not really a sport that's meant for somebody that is that size right. It's just a little tough, right. but wrestling, because of the way it is set up with weight classes and because of the way it is set up in terms of just the sport itself in terms of you are going up one one on one against somebody that is similar size to you and you're trying to take them to the ground. You don't have to be the strongest, you don't have to be the quickest. And because of that, it really opens up opportunities for girl athletes. Now, not saying that a girl that plays for the bullpup basketball team couldn't wrestle, or a girl that plays for the bullpup soccer team can't wrestle, but it opens up the doors for maybe some girls that don't fit the mold of a soccer player, don't fit the mold of of a basketball player. And, Don't fit the mold of a tennis player.
2: And colleges are offering scholarships now for girls wrestling, so it's an opportunity. And more programs are having that's it. That's right. You can get an education you know, based on your wrestling skills that will help you earn you know, a scholarship to a four-year school or but, a two-year school.
1: But that's the thing that's really nice about girls wrestling, and it's the thing that's nice about wrestling as a whole, is that it's set up to where it doesn't really matter what your size is or what you look like, what your athletic abilities are. You are going to go up against somebody that is similar to you now it may look different if you are the one end of the spectrum at the two hundred and twenty weight class and you're four foot nine against somebody that's six foot ten in the two hundred twenty pound weight class, but there are lots of opportunities for people and that's why I think wrestling is such a cool sport and that's why you watched last night and I, I always think about it. it's a very unique state championship individually because when you take the 106-pound state champion and then stand him next to whoever wins at 195 pounds, you would go, how, how is that guy the state champion as well? That, that's just a little guy. Yeah. But I think it's really cool the way it's set up that it works for every single weight class. And I didn't grow up around wrestling. and I, I was around it a little bit in high school, but I've never done it. Yeah. And I just have a really cool appreciation for the way the sport is set up and the way that somebody at every single size has a chance to win.
2: Yeah, and like you said, it gives you know kids an opportunity, you know that might not be interested in any other sport. This is a sport they can do, because you know you wrestle with your little brother growing up. You say, hey, I think I might be able to try this. And of course, I didn't have a little brother. I wrestled with my sister, but she used to kick the.
1: Yeah, I think Susie would just Susie pin just, you down and put your face well, down on the. Well, she was the shag a lot carpet. older than me,
2: but she was she was a tremendous athlete too, and she could throw me around like a rag doll. So, we're looking forward to a fun weekend of following
1: the girls' regional wrestling Correct. tournament. Again, it starts at 1 o'clock today over at the Sports Center, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning inside the Roundhouse, which means that we'll have to get out of there quickly tonight, Steve. We will. We can't have a long post game show. It's going to be quick, and we have lots of dates to get to for oh, Valentine's yeah, Day as lots well. Of dates, yeah. Lots of dates. Well, I'm going on three tonight. There you go. <laughs> All right, Steve. We'll take our first break when we come back. Let's talk a little Bullpup basketball and Bulldog basketball, let's as it do. is a very important weekend for both those teams. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety six point seven FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union.
1: We're back on this afternoon's. According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell feels like love is in the air today, Valentine's Day.
2: Just another day in paradise. I don't know. Come on, (laughs) it feels special.
1: I could just kind of feel the the flutter, the warmth. Well, we were feeling the love, Saint Valentine's Day. We were feeling the
2: love. Some fan called in just to say, Hey, don't forget the 1974 McPherson High wrestling team won the league. Uh, Said it was a really tough league back then. Last year or last night was the third championship for the wrestlers, and who won it two years ago got second last year. So, uh, send us some love out to the 74 wrestling team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve. Bullpup bas- basketball will be at home tonight, taking on the Winfield Vikings. Speaking of love, it has certainly been a love-filled relationship for McPherson against Winfield as both teams have these astronomical winning streaks going against the Vikings. But I think that both these teams are looking forward to trying to keep this momentum rolling that both of them have right now. Girls have won four in a row. Boys coming off of what I thought was their best offensive game on Tuesday night.
2: Yeah, I thought the Bullpup boys were really, really sharp. Uh, Winfield comes to town. You know, it's always kind of been the unwritten rule. You try to schedule... The weakest team for homecoming. I mean, if if you can, because you want to make sure you win. You know, win the games. Winfield for, certainly fits the bill. No disrespect to Winfield, but when you look at the all-time records uh, between the schools, um, the Bullpups haven't lost to either Winfield team for over 20 years. So you got to like their chances tonight. Uh, Winfield girls actually have at times been decent this year. Coach Vin John, of course, does a great job with them. Uh, you know, we always respect him. Uh, he, he's he got one really good player, Emily Randall. But uh, I got a feeling the McPherson girls are going to get that game in the running clock. And then the boys game, Winfield boys have only won two all year. They struggle against pressure. Uh, Bullpups handle them pretty well down there. I look for both games, to be honest, uh, to get in the running clock. And uh, we'll enjoy the homecoming Ceremony.
1: Well, one thing that Coach Kinneman talked about with me, and, and it's something that Winfield has really struggled with this year, is that they haven't rebounded the basketball well. And so on the offensive end, they're not a bad shooting team. The problem is they typically only get one look at the basket. When right. you don't get very many offensive rebounds, well, it makes life hard. Just think about maybe the opposite of what West Virginia was the other night against KU, where West Virginia was grabbing every single offensive rebound and that leads to a ton more points. They out-rebounded KU on the offensive glass by like 15 or something crazy on Wednesday night. But Winfield has really struggled to rebound. And like you mentioned, those wins, one of them came very early in the year against El Dorado. And then they beat Halstead at the Rupp tournament a couple weeks ago. So Winfield, the Viking boys, they're struggling a little bit. They're not scoring a ton of points. They're and, not very big either. And that's part of the reason why the rebounding is Big man Cody
2: could go wild tonight.
1: But we're looking forward to that. And then we've got Bulldog basketball over the weekend in Salina at Kansas Wesleyan. Big Two games. monster games for both those teams. The Bulldog women will be trying to knock off the number one team in the conference, Kansas Wesleyan, while the Bulldog men take on a Coyote team that lost last night down at Southwestern, but is a very, very dangerous team.
2: Yeah, uh, the women basically have to win out and get some help if they're going to you know, squeak in that number eight spot. More than likely it's not going to happen because they also have Avala uh, here on Wednesday. Avala, a very good basketball team as well. Then they close out here on Saturday against Ottawa. But but the Mac men are right in the hunt. And, you know, you look at the standings and Bethel was here, you know, last week. Bethel was in third place. They've lost two games. They're now in seventh place. That is how yeah. tight the KCAC is in men's basketball. I mean, it is just a logjam between among seven teams i mean ottawa's in pretty good shape uh, at the top but you look at you know you look at the rest of it uh, it it just looks like that uh, you know any one of those seven teams could finish third i think ow is going to get second but third through seven it's it's just you could throw throw a throw a, a a hat over them and and they could end up in any kind of order
1: now steve the thing that could make this interesting is if the bulldogs win on saturday on the men's side right Then they went on Wednesday, and they get a loss from Ottawa somewhere. And then Ottawa comes here. And then Ottawa comes here for the final game of the regular season. And if that were the case, the Bulldogs would be one game back going in. Right. And if they won, they would tie Ottawa, meaning...
2: Depending what Oklahoma Wesleyan does, too. And and
1: they need to lose somewhere as well. Yeah,
2: Oklahoma Wesleyan need to lose somewhere.
1: But that would mean that the Bulldogs would own the season series. They've already won against Ottawa earlier in the year. So they have the chance to win the conference still.
2: Yeah, you look back at the game that I still think is going to really haunt the Bulldogs in the end is that loss at Sterling. Uh, They'd won 10 out of 11. They go over to Sterling. Uh, They weren't at full speed. Dorian Page was out with an injury. And I think if Dorian Page plays in that game and is not hurt, they don't lose to Sterling because Dorian is an igniter. You know, he brings energy. But if the Bulldogs can win one more game out of these last three, they get the 20. And for a team that was picked, you know, 12. 11th out of 13 and won 10 games last year, six in the conference, to get the 20 wins with basically the same cast except for maybe about two players, that says a lot about this team and the job Coach T.J. Eskelson, our Big Red, has done. We call him Big Red. So yeah. He is – he is the Mac version of Big Red for Andy Reid in Kansas City.
1: I've never called him that, but maybe you do. I, I've called him that in my story, Big Red. There you go. All right, Steve, we'll take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell, one thing we haven't talked about. At all this week that I know you are very, very, very excited about NBA All Star Weekend. You have any interest? No, I haven't even thought about it for one second. And well, I, I, you know, honestly, I the, didn't know it was this weekend All-Star until game, like two days the All-Star ago. All Star
2: game is supposed to be like the halfway point. Some of the teams have played almost sixty games. They only got like <laughs> they only got like a third of their schedule left. So now the NBA All Star game does not excite me. The skills competition doesn't excite me the slam dunk i've seen every dunk you can do oh come on that doesn't excite me i just that's something i'll just what day is it saturday sunday the
1: dunk contest no
2: the nba all star game
1: the game is sunday
2: well it's a joke because they don't play any defense and they just it's just all it is is guys dunking every time down or throwing up a three and they don't play any defense but
1: isn't that fun would you rather watch them
2: run, like, very complex like, offense? Well, it doesn't matter. And then a bounce see, pass to the block. And see, they don't do east-west anymore, so. Well, you know who the team captains are, right? Giannis and LeBron.
1: Team LeBron. Yeah. Team Giannis.
2: Yeah, and I think LeBron's team. Which
1: team are you on?
2: I'm on team nobody.
1: No, which team will you root for? You More of a LeBron guy uh, or Giannis? I'd root for
2: LeBron's team, because I think they got the better. For, I think I saw the teams. It looked like LeBron's team was better.
1: So you're on Team LeBron. Yeah. That's who you're pulling for?
2: I guess. Interesting. Yeah, I just – Interesting, It Steve. just does not – I've told you before, the NBA, until, until you get to about May, it, it just doesn't interest me because you got guys not playing due to quote-unquote load management. Well, if you'd bought a ticket like two months ahead of time to go see LeBron play, and he's going to take the night off just because he's going to take the night off, wouldn't you feel like you've been cheated? no. Bad bad luck. Man. LeBron's trying to
1: win rings, Steve, not win at Denver in January.
2: But if I'm paying money, I want to see the best.
1: Well, then go to a game where he plays. Well, you don't know. Well, then go to one where he will. <laughs> we can find answers for that. So Team LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic.
2: That's four pretty good players. James right Harden. That's five pretty good Devin
1: players. Devin Booker, Giannis, Team Giannis, Joel Embiid. Pascal, Siakam, oh, Kemba Walker.
2: They should win.
1: Ooh, Steve Sell. Very important question from a listener. Okay. Would you rather watch the NBA All-Star Game or The Bachelor? I Which one are
2: you going with? The Bachelor doesn't even exist in my world, so I would watch the NBA All-Star Oh, game. come on. They're at Hometowns this week. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> the Bachelor, it, it just... Would lo- you rather
1: watch... Pilot Peter, who's the bachelor, I have no go idea. to the hometown of Hannah and meet her family, or watch the NBA All Star Game and the team Giannis win 198 to 195. I think somebody
2: scores 200 this year.
1: Maybe this is the year.
2: Well, but I wouldn't watch the Bachelor. I like I've said, I would. I'd rather watch Duck Dynasty, probably. Oh, bad show. <laughs> really bad show.
1: All right, Steve, enjoy your weekend. All right. Enjoy your, enjoy your Valentine's Day and, today. And
2: pick up your magazines at the game tonight. I'll we had I
1: zero people come in. Zero people. Very disappointed in all of well, you. no one's listening. <laughs> well, that's true. We oh, yeah, about somebody that.
2: did because I asked about the NBA All-Star. There's
1: match. one person listening and then the wrestling guy.
2: Okay, well, all we care about is as long as there's one listener. Yeah, that's right. We're going to make one person happy.
1: Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight inside the Roundhouse.
0: According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,